Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, the J10 Initiative. Welcome to the podcast, to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, J10 Initiative. This is Father Mike. Father Nathan. And Father John here in a very echoey uh, refectory. We're at my parish house, St. Joseph's. Yeah, that's right. a new location. We moved to... Um, like an, uh, a higher ceiling, more open room, a little bit of echo, so you get some reverb, and that sounds cool. Well, we're back um, with another serious announcement, another serious podcast. Um, we wanted to um, communicate with everyone. Thank you for your patience. We um, announced in October that we were going to take a break, and we've assessed that, talked to our board, talked to each other, and um, know that that was... I think we announced that there was, we were going to say something in January, and it's now end of February. So mm-hmm. thank you for your patience. Um, we appreciate all of the prayers and all of the thoughts. Received a lot of feedback and um, letters, emails, people um, personally asking and uh, wishing the best. Um, there was a little bit of ambiguity um, just about, we kind of left it as, you know, things are tense and we need to take a break. Um, so just want to clarify that our priesthoods are fine. There was a little inquiry yeah. about that. We're great and happy to be priests, and that's not. There's not that um, kind of existential um, any yeah any problems on that score. And then the companions of Christ are um, alive and well. I mean, yeah, it's community life, so as well as it can be, I right. guess. Yeah, I uh, asked. I talked to the abbess of. Um, of St. Walburga um, the other day, I said, um, you know, do you have any recommendations for community living? And she said, thank God for grand silence. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, good point. I remember um, one of the missionaries of charity, I think I've mentioned this before, and one of the missionaries of charity um, told me that they are permitted, uh, each sister, to go outside and scream in the middle of the night once a year. I don't know if that's like like universal policy or um, if that was just she allowed one sister to go and, you know, vent. Well, we have a courtyard here if you need to you know, <laughs> at any point today. That line from St. John Bertram comes to mind, uh, Vita Communis Maxima Penitentiae. Do you remember that? Um, you got to translate. I get it. Common life is maximum peni- yeah. penitential life, basically. Yeah, it's ultimate. not all just... Uh, as I told the guys, it's not just Tiger King and boozy shakes in priestly uh, community life, right? It's got to be uh, a lot more than that, which it is, and we're grateful yeah. to be talking about it today. And it's important that there's depth of relationships in your life, that uh, if it's all party friends and um, it, this is never meant to be a frat house, everybody kind of wishes us well that we're going to have fun and thrive. And uh, there is something about, like, we want healthy priests, and um, happy priest is part of that, but also a depth of relationship and true communion is, comes from um, while walking through life together and sharing in ups and downs and then um, interacting with um, honesty and reality. So in that light, um, we have, well, just I want to I explain the way I see kind of the last few months and um, what we're doing now and then mm-hmm. uh, kind of you know, ask the other guys to share. And um, so in October, 
we decided to take a break. It became evident that something was off with the podcast and with our relationships and um, that to continue the way that we had been relating was going to be not only bad for the podcast, but bad for each of us. And um, so we decided to take a break and to assess like what's, you know, what's out there, what's going on and um, what has plateaued and gone stagnant that we don't want to just sit on. And um, my sister has this line, nothing changes if nothing changes. And if things are unhealthy, but you don't do anything to change it, you can't expect anything to get better. Um, now, how, that, how things change is um, the more complicated question of, um, you know, how, it, when it involves various people. Um, but in October, um, we noticed that things were broken and um, we wanted to address those things. So we took a break, um, gave ourselves some time to sort of figure out where, where each of us stand and um, kind of allow ourselves a pace that's you know, um, welcome, healthy, in order to um, really come together and um, interact in ways that are going to be helpful. Um, there were hurts and problems, some of which are um, particular, and I can mention some of those. Um, others that are um, deeper and um, are going to take well are just yeah going to take some you know longer term um, interaction healing in order to um, to really interact the, at, optimally um, okay that's a little bit ambiguous but here's what happened in my read from October um, things were awkward between John and I because I have been holding on to resentments for a long time and or we had and we um, we had to talk those through um, there's something easier about I'm gonna stay in my lane because then I don't have to deal with that guy in that kind of depth you know and um, they but things needed to be said and um, we've since had some conversations that were really helpful been able to apologize been able to explain our uh, our experience and um, and name that which is really helpful and then um, to be able to forgive each other and reconcile and I, I don't think it's going to be um, easy after you hurt people after you've been hurt it's um, there's some sensitivity and um, there needs there's going to be a time of rebuilding trust but we're really committed to that and we want to be friends and um, we want to continue podcasting together and, and see that as a way of um, fostering that friendship and brotherhood that we have. Um, John is a hothead. He blew a fuse and um, had some issues with the way that we were, we were podcasting, um, was going through some stresses on his own and um, lashed out and said some things that were hurtful that um, he eventually regretted and communicated that and um, apologized, accept apologies, and um, it uh, has resulted. And there's been some reconciliation there. Um, Gobes was living in a, um, a kind of tension, accepting to live in relationship that was unsatisfying, that was frustrating, that was not right, um, but living with the kind of content with those things until um, this 
sort of spurred on a challenge to be honest about that and then to, to say, what do I want instead of what do other people want for, um, for me and um, for particular relationships um, and with us, with John and I. And um, so we've all had um, some real insight and there's been real fruit and, and we're grateful for that. And then we've all got um, different ways of um, progressing, of going on. And um, these things don't mean that everything is hunky-dory as my Minnesota. Is that Minnesota thing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> More Norwegian. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, things aren't that simple, that everything's great. Um, but they're, they're good enough um, for John and I to continue podcasting and for certainly for all of us to... Um, to remain with goodwill as brothers and um, to really focus on, and, and we've noticed that we need to focus on the relationship that we have as brothers and companions and priests together um, and, and friends who are working on fr being better friends, being um, restoring friendship where it's been broken. Um, so that's my take. Hopefully that makes some sense to you. Um, and hopefully that, I, my hope is that we can help kind of um, frame some of your relationships in the reality of these things aren't simple just because we're Christians. Mm -hmm. But there is hope. There's always hope. And um, that means that there's light in, um, up ahead, even though that doesn't mean I have to fix everything right now and I can expect that. Um, but I'll let... This also means that, that Gobes is going to step aside, and I'll let uh, him talk about that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I just really appreciate the fact that all three of us are willing to kind of get back, get back together and, and, and share life and share a common uh, conversation. We've, we've had multiple conversations together. We've had multiple conversations individually We've had conversations outside of this, and we've dialogued with friends, family, and, you know, people uh, who have prayed for us. And so first and foremost, I just want to thank everyone for praying. Uh, anytime you pray, you don't know what exactly you're going to get. Um, if you're just praying for your own will to be done, um, then uh, it's like, God bless my plans. Or what did I say to my brother the other day? Forgive me for what I'm about to do. I um, yeah. And I, I would just say, like, I didn't know in October how that conversation was going to go. Um, I was one week. It was the day I got out of quarantine from COVID. And uh, the conversation between, you know, our brothers was robust and masculine and, um, and vociferous. And it actually meant that we needed to really discern, like, what, what the truth of that is. And, and you know, that, that happened in part because... John wanted to speak his frustration about what he was experiencing, and I, I think that was helpful. Um, it also gave permission for Mike to give, you know, to share his frustration. And as a middle child, I'm watching two people uh, who are kind of sharing their frustrations, and I'm like, yeah, this is like Festivus, like it's time to, you know, air the re air the resentments or whatever. The airing um, of grievances. The airing of grievances. So I mean. For me, like when we took the break, it was like, I don't know what's going to happen. And, um, and so, uh, you know, taking that break meant that I had to kind of learn 
what is causing what is causing confusion or frustration or resentment or uh, where do I stand and and I would actually link a lot of this back as I've prayed about it back to that bus ride from Chicago down to um, down to Champaign where I read Brene Brown about clear as kind unclear as unkind um, and then stop talking about people and start talking to people and to live in that has been a challenge and something that I failed at uh, but I actually do want to make the attempt um, and you know the permission was given um, but what are you going to say like how do you say it and um, so it took a while for um, for me to enter back into dialogue with um, John and Mike but especially John um, we had a good conversation I thought it was it was open it was courageous it was uh, confronting um, on both sides um, and it, it has ramifications like and uh, part of it is I think both of us acknowledged that there was a break in our relationship um, and since there's been a break uh, we actually want to remain in relationship um, but maybe maybe friendship isn't isn't graced at this time uh, to actually in, uh, enjoy that fruit um, so it means that you have to return back to living in communion as brothers uh, without enjoying the benefit of of friendship and if we're not in friendship to me the natural consequence was um, I don't know if I can get behind the mic and produce the same effect like there's no secret sauce a lot of people just think it's just you know bourbon and and chuckles and uh, there's a lot that happens uh, when you know before and after the bourbons poured um, and uh, I think that they that mistakenly we we even we kind of believe that that would just continue and I think that we've had to realize that you can fall out of relationship um, thankfully we haven't fallen out of you know the desire to serve as as priests or to remain as brothers and the companions um, but the endeavor of the podcast was always rooted in friendship um, and it was an overflow of friendship I mean we described it I think in one of the episodes as you know having a conversation with a brother with a friend and then turning the mics on uh, but what do you do when the mics have to be turned on and there's no you're either saying something about something else but it's not shared and that was that was kind of difficult for me um, and I think the acknowledgement was are we going to continue this if we're not that if we're not in relationship um, and so when we met again um, after the three of us had had uh, conversations uh, collectively and individually it was um, it was kind of apparent that uh, Father John and Father Mike were ready to start again and I did not want to be the, the person that was holding that back um, that I have to hurry up and get my stuff together so that uh, they can they can produce uh, so they can keep offering to you like you know something of this mission um, and uh, so I was like, if you guys are ready to roll, then you should just move on um, and I'll step out. And, uh, and I think that it, there was a grace in that it was like, I think that's the right thing to do. I think that nobody, nobody tried to talk me out of it, nor did anyone say that's a really, that's a really bad choice. Uh, but it was, it was just an acknowledgement of, yeah, I think that's, I think that's proper. Um, so uh, I don't want it to be you know you're waiting around for me you know to figure things out um, I think for now like I'm, I'm saying my seeing my laters you know for the last time um, and uh, 
and I'm, I'm grateful uh, for, for the opportunity to just uh, say together, you know, um, I'm proud of what we have done uh, and what I've done uh, through this. Um, the, um, as I was telling them before we started, like, you know, to, to be part of the Companions is to be something bigger than, than myself, as well as the priesthood. But to be part of the podcast is like, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to be a celebrity, you know, like, and I think we are kind of, you know, local celebrities. And, uh, and that's, that's been joy-filled. Uh, but the, the greatest grace of the podcast is that I've, I've been entered into deeper relationships with these men. And uh, if I'm not in relationship with them, I don't want to continue to do the podcast. I would prefer to actually find a way to enter back into relationship with them. Uh, and until such time that that's not there, I'm, I'm not going to BS. Um, so, I mean, we're... We're offering this to you um, in part just to let you know, like, you know, families have difficulties. Marriages have difficulties. Uh, our church has not been um, immune from difficulties. But, like, at least we can get uh, clear with one another and say, uh, this is the difficulty that we've entered into. And we would actually like uh, to make a change so that uh, some things can continue and some things won't. Uh, but it doesn't mean that we're not we're not going to continue in relationship with one another. Sorry, that's an abrupt end. All right, thanks, Cobes. Um, okay, a little more of that scotch, boys. Thank you. It's Fat Tuesday as we're recording this, so it's going to go away tomorrow very quickly. Yeah, we're drinking Stephanie Dr. Bielo. Dr. Stephanie Bielo's yes, bottle. thank you. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Kaila? Kaila. There you go. Well, I think Lebsock... Uh, drinks this stuff but nice and peaty scotch i think the um so thank you guys mike thanks for kind of laying out the uh the last few months not easy to talk about certainly not easy to kind of publicize um but you know we've always been committed to being authentic and being uh being ourselves and i know that uh, at times that brings a lot of scandal to people um and you know we have to work that out with the lord um and then Gobes, thanks for your honesty. So just to recap, Mike and I are going to continue the podcast. Uh, Gobes going to step out. This is a decision the three of us are making together, and uh, there's a lot of peace um, and a lot of freedom, I think, around it. There's been a lot of growth. But the big question of the last few months has been, uh, what's going on with the podcast? Um, I don't ever want to hear that question again. Uh, I've fielded it so many times. Of course, it's a, it's a beautiful question from a lot of friends a lot of people jumping in. Uh, so what happened? Well, I, I would just say the first thing that happened is that I had to go to the penalty box for a bit. You know, I grew up uh, playing hockey, and um, there's usually one guy on the other team that uh, incites you to penalties. And you can blame the refs uh, and that kind of thing, but um, Mike Rapp's punk style uh, is certainly incites me and has for 17 years and will for the next uh, 75 years just like my uh, hot-headed controlling choleric temperament will do for him and so that's not going away um, it's going to continue and, but I had to go to the box and it's not his fault uh, I you know these is things there a traditional limit to I know you can rip off somebody's helmet and punch him in the head but I don't know the rules around like so there's minor penalties for two minutes and there's major penalties for five minutes or ten minutes if you're a minor if you're a kid so, so. if you just like high stick and jack somebody that's two minutes 
Yeah, major but penalty. But if you cause a fight and, yeah. you know, there's an elbow that goes into the ref or... Right. This was a major... Break somebody's bone or something. This was a major penalty. Uh, so I went to the box um, for, for an extended period. And uh, it's good. It's good to be in the penalty we box. We power played. There, there's, there's a number of reasons you go to the penalty box. The first is just to, to, to contain you, right? Just, like, put you away so you can't do any more damage. Uh, and then the second is to uh, reflect more deeply on the uh, things you've done. So I would just say uh, three points for me just to summarize. What have I learned from this? Uh, number one, the poverty uh, of my love for you two men. That is a continual thing. I, you know, a lot of people don't get the companions. They don't know what we're doing. They think it's this kind of, this group of guys who like to kind of hang out together. And um, it's really not. I mean, if, if I wasn't a companion, I think I would live in the illusion that I actually loved well. I, I really think I would do that. And I'm really happy that I've been um, salvifically disillusioned from that. And I'm grateful for you men for a lot of forbearance, a lot of patience uh, in that in that process. So that's the first point, just to, it's been a period of poverty, and when you're poor, you have to rely on others. And I hate depending on others. And um, But the beautiful thing was just, I don't think, I don't think there's ever been a time in my priesthood I felt more sustained by the prayers and the intercessions and the graces that came from that, from other people. I mean, there's just such a tremendous outpouring um, and kind of a supernatural character to a number of the conversations that happened. Uh, and we attribute that to, not to ourselves, but to the Lord, but through the intercession. So grateful for that. Number two, uh, forgiveness establishes communion. We think communion is something we do. Communion is something that happens when we forgive. It's a, fr- it, it's a fruit that flows out of it. Um, and uh, so forgiveness has been the key to kind of refounding things and, uh, and moving forward. And it's, it's not easy. It's, not, it's a lot easier to kill people and move on. And I know that uh, very personally. And the last thing is just, um, you know, for those of you who have listened closely over the years, you know there's just been a tremendous amount of change in our lives. Uh, we've, been, we've been friends for a long time. Um, we're, we're hitting, we're, we're the 83 boys in the companions. So Mike is going to turn 39 here first, uh, in a couple guy. weeks and then Gobes in April and then myself in, in August. So we're not, we're not pups anymore. Um, but really ever since, um, Mike left for Rome, there's been a continual progression of almost constant change, um, and when you're listening to the podcast, it's like, oh, Mike's stepping out. Here's Olo. Oh, uh, Nepal's going to Rome. Uh, Goebbels holding down the fort. It, it just kind of flows. But what we what we saw and what we came to here in the last few months is just like sometimes you outgrow the form of a relationship, the form of a friendship, and that form has to die. And uh, it's not easy to do that. It's a lot easier to kind of continue with the form. And um, I think I don't want to speak for you men, but I, I – it seems to me that we just changed a lot over the years for good and for bad to live is to change as uh, Newman, you know, famously said yeah. so much changed, but then we would come back together uh, oftentimes very in very limited ways for a summer, for a Christmas break. I mean, the majority of the last seven years, at least two of us have been abroad um, at, at different points. So, We'd come back, we'd kind of pick up where we left off, and we'd kind of think this is the way it works, and the podcast is the fruit of the, the relationship. And it, at a certain point, we just we had to kind of call it out together and, and work it out 
and that's that's what the last few uh, months have been. So I just want to say thank you to uh, these men first and foremost for their uh, love and their especially their reliance on the Lord, and then secondly to all of you for uh, a tremendous outpouring of intercession. Um, you're helping us kind of rebuild and start again. So thanks, John, and thanks, Goats. Um, yeah, on that note of um, forgiveness, I think I've really had to learn. There's like kind of cheap forgiveness, and then there's a harder forgiveness. And I hear so often in the confessional of like, I can't forgive. I don't know how to forgive. That's hard. I mean, it really is not so simple. You know, Jesus, actually, I kind of am bothered by Jesus making it sound so simple. You know, forgive, forgive, don't resent. Forgive like God forgives you. Um, but I think it's really the process of sanctification and conversion. Uh, in a deep way, it's like... Um, it makes you face yourself, makes you face your reality, yeah. receive forgiveness, um, and it makes you learn to love other people and to interact with people. And I've had to learn, really, to take steps in vulnerability, which is foundational for forgiveness, and honesty, so that you know I can make a sincere apology and not just flippant or um, kind of stubborn. And then to receive an apology and to receive a man um, how he is. And um, I don't think that everything is settled or clear, but um, very important pieces. And really, the I think the biggest of the wreckage is kind of out of the way and ready to, ready to be um, built up. Built up. It really feels like something, um, like a new horizon. And that's exciting, you know, like... Um, what did you say? Life is change. And change means both sadness, something to mourn, and also something like excitement, because something new is going to come from it. Um, so I got two, two other notes, I guess. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if we should do uh, call this. Whoa. I was going to change. John never wants to do a quiz show. I was going to change the podcast. I never want to do a quiz show. Bourbon and Chuckles, but we already <laughs> decided that's not it anymore. All right, here's your quiz show, gentlemen. What was Father Nathan Goebel's first podcast? When was it, and what was the title? I invoke le joie. I don't know. Is, am I supposed to know this stuff? I was now thinking I feel, about now it today. I feel bad. I should have looked up. I just, I'm not super thoughtful. Do you know? I think, I mean, I was up in the, I was up in uh, Doman's room at the, uh, at the companion's house, I think, Discernment of Spirits, right? Discernment of Spirits? Yeah. With the Ignatian stuff? Uh-huh. That that was the one that Doman did. Um, he he was the one that was leader on that podcast, and then I responded with. Do you remember what the next episode was that I came out with? It's important for Fat Tuesday. Okay. Uh, um, no, see, I think completely random. I was trying to think if I was listening at the time. When I was in Craig, I listened mm-hmm. pretty regularly. The answer completely is completely random. It's hard to think. Survey says. Capybara. 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 What? Uh, when was that, by the way? I'm looking it up. Our website does not only goes back to 2013, but it was earlier than that, I think. 2013. See, I have glitter in my hair from the. No, I had to have been before that because I was listening. When was it? Sorry, I thought it was 2000. My guess is 2012, like March or February of 2012. Yeah, early because I. It was the sec. My second year of priesthood. I was driving back and forth, Craig. And I hadn't gone to Rome yet, or else... 
and I, a part. I didn't listen to and honestly, like what I would say is something that I discern that I like kind of thought about in reflecting on the podcast was, um, what does it mean? What What did I actually believe that I was going to contribute? And I was like, John's going to contribute the theology. Mike's going to contribute the scripture, and I'm just going to be like that random like uh, court like a. Uh, what's it like on assignment reporter that's like hi i'm coming to you live from the zoo exhibit at denver zoo with the capybara and some of you don't know that capybara is allowed to be eaten during lent um so um anyways the uh i i I felt like i was going to have to research like obscure things to just kind of like you know be able to add something and um in some regard it was like what what did i actually uh, create for other people it was hopefully a connection into humanity i, I would think that yeah. that some of that was was what i was able what i was able to give and instead of it just being i'm just going to give you just random stuff you know we're we're giving you we're giving you persons you know we're trying to give you something of that so sorry yeah. john i'll give all right so that's uh, that's true june 15th 2011 June, yeah, 2011. Makes 2011. So it was the, I just started in Boulder, and uh, I was doing, it was discernment of spirits. My second year, and it was only 28 minutes long. We're at 29 minutes right now. That's uh, things have changed. Uh, yeah, Capybara was a year later, so there's a little revisionist history there. But uh, oh, meet then, on Fridays. Then meet, then I was, meet on Fridays. Meet on Fridays. Meet was, on Fridays yeah. Well, that was earlier. That was uh, that would obviously have been Lent. That, that was, was in Fe- February 23rd. Two thousand eleven. You're way off. Now I don't feel so guilty. Okay, so was Capybara the first I know, one? But the episode thing too. Was Capybara the first one? That was the one that I did. Yeah. Okay, so the first global episode meet on Fridays. The sermon of spirits. I thought I did with you. Well, that Capybara you did with or with Doman, uh, Doman. and uh, I think our first one together was the sermon of spirits that June. And that was in Boulder. And that was in Boulder. Hi, Trevor. So you were like a guest. And is that uh, what that February thing is. Yeah, so uh, I think that that that's the that's the original one. That was episode forty three. This is like yeah. episode five hundred and fifteen or something. See, so I mean, this is not Gobo was not just like years in he kind of jumped in, but very very early on forty third episode. Yeah, year two we started in ten in January yeah, of two thousand ten. Quiz show, quiz show was the first one. I've uh, I have PTSD oh, whenever I think of quiz, quiz show. show. Quiz show was the first one. Not was, anymore. Coming back, dude. Oh, jeez. That was that was June fourteenth, two thousand ten. In the basement of the seminary. Yeah. That was the worst. One of the worst. That was eleven. Yeah, you were good. At that was eleven time. minutes was long. Eleven minutes long. I know. We started with eight minutes. What? That was the rule. Twenty. That was the rule. Episode so, twenty. Okay, so quiz show. All right. That's so crazy. Gobes, I mean, I, I so there, I got two things. One mm-hmm. is a, a little perspective that I think is important for um, for the audience. And then just to thank you, man. Mm-hmm. This is, um, yeah, not, this is sudden. And it's not really the way that I had imagined um, any, like, host, uh, um, anyone whose podcast this is, this is your podcast, um, kind of saying goodbye. So um, that's real. And we, you know, you, I've told you this, that I respect this decision and I think it's best for you. And, um, I'm just going to miss you on this podcast. Now, that said, perspective. This is not our life. We get in front of microphones, but this is not our career. Right. 
people do podcasts for their career. They wake up yeah. in the morning and say, what am I going to do for my podcast? We, um, this has always been a fun and, uh, and at times like really um, meaningful aside for us. But it really is ancillary to our life. Our life is about priesthood. Our life is about um, companions, brotherhood. Our life is filled with friendships and social engagements and other apostolates mm -hmm. and life. And this is a tiny little piece. So uh, sometimes I feel like there's a lot of pressure to this kind of big invisible audience sure. to sort of make this our, our everything, you know? Like the, and I, so part of me says this is a real big deal because I love doing this with you. And I've loved, I'm talking to girls, um, and I have loved. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, I say, I, I had said that I'm not always <laughs> self-conscious on this thing, but I can be. Um, yeah, and I, um, and I don't want to say that it's not real, it's not serious. We don't take it seriously, but I also want to say this is not a huge deal. In my book, the friendship is, is the most important thing. And if the podcast is, you know, getting in the way or awkward or, um, this is one of those changes that it could be helpful, then that's, you know, yeah. that's, that's the most important thing. Um, okay, so perspective, this is in our life. Our life is not ending, and our, our relationships are not ending, right. even though they're strained and this isn't gonna work exactly. So, um, and the other piece is, um, yeah, I think you are the podcast. I, th I, find, I, I imagine that it's going to be hard, um, and that we're gonna, hit something of a slump because you're gone. You're the funniest guy and really hilarious. Not just funniest guy on a podcast with some like intellectuals um, who are somewhat boring. I don't know. I won't speak for you, John, but Goebbels hilarious, okay? And everybody knows it. And um, you're pastoral. And um, even, um, sometimes I'm surprised by your um, sense of intimidation at our degrees and our um, kind of the intellectual life that we've been invited to and invested in. Um, but um, you're super smart, and not everybody could have deep conversations about the theology, and I'm really grateful for that, and um, just want to recognize that, that there's no, I don't know, there's not really um, any hierarchy here. Uh, no. And then, that's not that terribly important. I think what's really at the heart of priesthood is being pastoral, like shepherd of souls, a father in a parish, in a community, and caring for people. And you, I think, are the most exceptional among us um, and the most seasoned. And um, you bring that to the podcast all the time. Mm. Um, and ultimately, our, our audience aren't just a bunch of kids in a classroom. They're Catholics on their way to heaven yeah. and sanctity. And so... Um, it's not to say that John and I can't um, f help fill people's um, spiritual needs, edify, mm -hmm. but um, I think you were exceptional that way, and you will be sorely missed, and hopefully we can do some sort of celebration that's um, just, yeah, festive and, and can spend more time celebrating. Yeah, thank you. In the Companions, we uh, acknowledge kind of significant moments with an honoring, and that's what Mike just did, so I'll just kind of add a little bit to it, and then we'll, we always give a guy a rebuttal at the end. 
Um, yes, you're funny. Yes, you have a great and brilliant uh, and very creative mind. Those have uh, formed the podcast in pretty unbelievable ways. Um, I think, Mike, as Mike said, it's going to be hard to know how to find the form of this thing without you uh, because you've left such a, a powerful impression upon it. But I would say that um, your greatest kind of legacy in the podcast is not so much the celebratio, celebatio, and, and which is still the greatest episode ever, um, and uh, these kind of outrageous moments when you're in the United States of America, full body suit with a mullet in front of a thousand college kids at the Focus Conference. The, these were great moments, uh, but I don't think that's going to be uh, what you're remembered for. I think the uh, the greatest gift you brought to the podcast was, especially as it continued to grow and become popular, um, you kept it about people and not about the show. And that is to say that um, you loved letters, um, you loved gifts, you loved engaging with people. Uh, the hundreds of people who have come to Joan of Arc over the years, uh, the attention you gave to them, there was a kind of continual personalizing that was needed to counter the temptation to make this thing corporate, to make this thing big, to make this thing successful. You were a constant kind of ballast against personality cult. And I know you felt you fought that within yourself because you were constantly being elevated to that. But I think that uh, you kept personhood at the heart of this project. And I think that in a strange paradoxical way, you're, you're doing that today by stepping off. Um, I think this is continuous with what you've done and what you've brought to the podcast. And so uh, we bid you farewell on the podcast as a host, of course, not in life and not in brotherhood. We're bonded together uh, deeply and uh, we're not going anywhere. And Goebbels, we're going to be talking about you all the time on the podcast, uh, but you'll be missed. And I, I hope that we, we take what you've brought and that we continue that legacy of um, at the end of the day, it's people that matter, and it's people that are the reason we do this for the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, sure, yeah. We always put on the headphones just so you can hear yourself because it always sounds a little better. Your voice sounds a little deeper. Um, I really appreciate it, um, both both things that you've, all the things that you've shared. Um, it is people, not projects, and uh, this was a project, and I think that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to be part of it. I mean, both John and Mike tried to get me on it, and I was like, no, not interested, can't do it, you know, choose somebody else. And um, and they were insistent. Um, and part of it is, you know, I, I, I do love attention, and I know that that can be, that can be a, a two-edged sword. And, um, but the, the persons on the, uh, of the podcast, you know, are – you know, the people that we have encountered, the people's lives we've changed, uh, the, the letters that we've received, the people who have converted through RCIA. Um, when we started this podcast, uh, my mom uh, wasn't uh, living her faith. Um, she wasn't married in the church uh, and started listening to the podcast. And uh, because of my niece's uh, first communions, uh, she came to me and said, I'd like, I'd like to, you know, kind of look at this. Um, and she listened to the podcast on annulments that John did and, uh, and now she's Catholic and I have, and she was Catholic, uh, she just wasn't practicing, which is a lot of our listeners. 
And, um, and so it was great, you know, to kind of see those fruits and to see the, the effects that it's had on others and, and whatnot. Um, but yes, so I'm, I'm grateful for all those people. I'm great, grateful for all the listeners, the Lin, Linda Gershevskis, um, and the, uh, Karen Nowak's, uh, from Germany who sent us, you know, German gin and uh, green tonic water, which was really wild. Um, to, um, Maggie Iozzo, who is the only parishioner, I think, at my parish who listens. Um, so I'm not... not that barber. Huh? Yeah, the barber. Callie. Yeah. Yeah, Callie and Luke, yeah. Uh, the, the Gianna, the babies that we've had through the, the Two Priests Try to Make a Baby podcast. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm overwhelmed at that. Um, the, the persons that are, that are primary to me um, are, you know, the relationships in, in the companions uh, the, the people that I'm called to serve as, as, uh, as a priest, uh, but also myself. And I think that, uh, the last year, um, has been kind of a focus on self, um, and not just, you know, what do other people need, but like, what do I need? Um, and, uh, that's, that's a, a dangerous place to kind of look into, um, and to realize I'm trying to satisfy my needs on things that don't actually help. Um, and I've, I've mistreated, uh, others, you know, because of the desire to satisfy my own needs. And that was something that I had to talk to John about and, um, something that I've, I've had to, you know, reckon in my own life. And, um, and I was really grateful that, you know, John Leindecker called and said, you know, are you, are you all right? And I said, yes. He said, is your priesthood all right? I said, yes. He said, are you and you and John all right? I said, no. And he said, all right, work on your, Um, and, uh, and it was true. Like it was, it was important, but, um, I, I feel like I'm in a better place. I'm in a more honest place, but, um, I, I believe that I'm in a place that I don't know what the Lord is going to do. Um, but I do believe that there are certain things that he's not going to change. Um, but I, I don't want to believe that I'm tied to, uh, some kind of persona on the podcast. And I've been really grateful that, uh, we were willing to do you know, to have this conversation, because I think that the danger is that we try to protect the brand, that we try to protect the brand of the podcast. Um, you know, like if Tide had a lawsuit brought against it, you know, people lose faith in that brand and maybe stop buying that brand. And for us, it's like, we don't care uh, about uh, whether or not um, the brand is successful. Uh, we care about whether or not we're actually in communion. And, um, and I think that uh, for a lot of people, they wanted to find communion through us. Um, and the danger is, you know, you can find, you can feel like you're part of the, the podcast. Um, but sometimes you don't even know who we are, uh, or what's going on outside of it. And, and the danger also, I think that we've realized is that we may not even know who each other are and we actually want to seek that. Um, so the fact that we're sharing this with you, um, is not to try to gain more listeners. It's to actually disclose what's what's going on in, in us. And, um, I think it's actually a good thing, but, uh, death is, um, is a painful thing. And, uh, but with death comes life and they, in Ecclesiastes the other day, we read in the office of readings that it's better to be in the house of mourning than in the house of mirth. Um, and, um, and I think we've, we've spent a lot of time in the house of mirth and I'm, I'm usually a champion of the house of mirth and usually hosting parties and, and welcoming people into that. But, uh, I've had to cry, you know, more this year, uh, because of what has been confronting me with the people that I've walked with, um, and then also in my own self. Um, and again, like that's not a bad thing. 
Uh, but it does mean, uh, to be honest, like that's probably a place that I just need to go deeper into. And, um, instead of disclosing that, uh, you know, week by week or every other week on the podcast, I'm going to be doing that on my own. So, um, (laughs) when, uh, yeah, I, so I just, I'm, I'm grateful for, for all of your encouragement. Uh, Monsignor Glenn used to say, uh, whenever you leave a place, you thank uh, everyone and you apologize to everyone. Um, it seems kind of schmaltzy. Uh, but I mean, I remember uh, being very short with somebody at seat conference in, in the midst of like having an awesome time. There was somebody that I was kind of a jerk to, um, and they were a listener and, uh, and I had to write them a letter and apologize. Um, and then that letter came back to me, uh, because they moved and I have no idea. I have no idea where they are. Uh, so I still have that letter. Um, if you know who you are. Um, you know, you can, I don't know, call the parish. Uh, I'm trying to get off Facebook. I already got out of Instagram. Um, you know, if you want to find me, you know, um, email or call the diocese or something, just don't call, you know, our vicar, vicar general, you know, that that's always a conversation that's awkward to have. So, um, thank you to you both. Really. Uh, I'm grateful. Um, and, um, you know, we will continue our own conversations. Um, but you know, Mike's might not be on, so. All right. Thanks, all. Change in grace. Oh, John. Oh, I just wanted to say a practical note here before you. I know you got a few things before we wrap it up. I just want to say thanks to, just uh, say thanks to, um, we have a board. Um, and this is the final thing I'll say. I just, I want to thank the board. Um, so uh, Garrett Dean and um, Mark Gallick, Andrew Polito um, have been, huge huge uh and very instrumental in helping us kind of through this transition challenging us supporting us um we love you guys we're so grateful for your uh, support and uh and then just personally barbara and steve golder have been uh what Decker was for global just uh, great friends and gave some very wise counsel kind of spiritual parents to me so i just want to shout out to them and thank them for helping us through okay mikey yeah well and i can't name everybody but i talked to a lot of people and uh, they were very helpful throughout this time. Gobs, we're going to miss you. How about a cheers? Here's to you. Here's to the podcast. Here's to friendship and brotherhood. Um, Thank you. And here's to change, ironically. I mean, cheers. Um, here we go. It's to the next step, huh? Yeah, that was a siren. We better shut it down. God bless you, everybody. We'll uh, let you know when we're coming back on. It won't be long. All right. Thanks, everybody. God bless.